0: I tell you, little buddy, this whole island is bewitched. Just to cast away,
1: island lost the sea, oh. Now I'm stranded on my own. Stranded far from home. Do you remember? We were shipwrecked together. Stranded out of so far home.
0: Welcome to this bonus episode of Sound Opinions. I'm Jim DeRogatis. My co-host is Greg Cott. And if you want to be the first to hear these bonus podcasts, become a Sound Opinions member on Patreon like Joel Mensing of Chicago. Thank you for your support, Joel. We really appreciate every listener who helps keep this show going. Often, Greg and I, on the Desert Island Jukebox, uh, we just add a track that we can't live without. Uh, Sometimes there's a news hook. Unfortunately, once in a while, it's a death uh, that we didn't get to cover on the regular show. Greg, without tipping your hand too much, who are you going to pay tribute to in this episode?
1: Well, we often say that uh, singers are distinctive. This guy is beyond belief there is only <laughs> one singer of this kind on the entire planet ever yeah
0: yeah it's yeah. true and now he's gone we'll uh, talk about who he is in a minute on sound opinions welding instructor alex declare knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills there's a big learning curve with welding virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com
1: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: All right, Greg, unique singers. It's an overused phrase, but yeah, yeah,
1: this guy was. Truly one of a kind, uh, Kenji Suzuki, better known as Damo Suzuki of Cannes. Dean Wareham had a great post after he died. I'm paying tribute to, to Damo, dead at the age of 74, died February 9. Dean, who has been on the show before, Galaxy 500, Luna, Great a solo big, artist. Fan of, big fan of Can, talked about meeting Damo at a festival in 2012. He said, I love your singing. No, Damo said, "I am not singing. I am being Damo Suzuki." This is this <laughs> is true. This is true. You know, you can't be anybody else. The Fall had a song. You know, I am Damo <laughs> Suzuki. Exactly. They loved this guy. Was so distinctive. Born in Japan, came to Europe at the age of eighteen in the late '60s. Ended up in Cologne, Germany. I interviewed uh, Holger Zuke a fan the can, yeah. of the Can uh, in those days. They said. We met him on the street. He was busking. He was, at, you know, it was just, you know, we go, wait a minute, we need a singer. Malcolm Mooney just loved the band. Right. Can you sing? You know, and, and Damo goes, I can beat Damo Suzuki. And right. uh, he said, you're hired. And, he, and he, he was. He, he played yeah. that night with Can. His first gig was completely uh, improvised. And really, that was the whole Cannes aesthetic. Everything mm-hmm. was group group composition in real time revolutionary band. I mean, we mentioned this about the MC5, truly revolutionary in terms of their influence. Perhaps most people don't know, have never heard Can or don't know who Can is, but their influence on a range of bands. I mean, Radiohead, Public Image Limited, The Fall, Happy Monday. I mean, it goes through generations of of, uh, bands that listened to Can and uh, were influenced by them in particular. Damo, used his voice as another instrument. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was not meant to be a traditional lead vocalist. He sang in at least three languages. Yeah. And one of them was gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was Japanese, there was English, there was a combination of those two things. Yep. And then there was this kind of made up stuff. Like there are literally words he's making up as he's singing. But it was very much improvised. He was basically flowing with the music. He was sort of like a court jester on stage mm-hmm. in a band full of improvising musicians, some of them just super trained, working with Karl-Heinz Stockhausen and yeah, people it, like this in the yeah. avant-garde. It's true. Well, but did you ever see Damo perform? I saw him once with a, not with Can but he was performing with a, a group that he was touring with at the time. I forget the name of the group, but, you know, I mainly went to see him. I, I got a story for yeah, you. Yeah, sure.
0: Michael Caroli, who yeah. was the youngest member of CAN, uh, it was on tour with his band, and Damo was singing with him. Okay. It was at the House of Blues in Chicago, oh, right? Geez. And the Bulls were in one of their championship runs, right? I mean, right. there were six of them, right? I Don't ask me which one, right? And for whatever reason, the game starts and House of Blues arbitrarily drops the curtain on oh, man. Michael Caroli and Damo Suzuki, oh. right? I mean, the people who were there wanted so much to be there and, and were, knew they were never going to get this again. So Damo, undaunted, you know, sang for another 10 minutes at least with his head sticking out from under the curtain. <laughs> right they were done right but Damo wasn't done Dama
1: was not Damo was not done well they would play 6 hour concerts yeah, they would yeah. they you know they'd start and then they'd just keep going and Damo was right in the middle of it and then he quit they made 3 groundbreaking albums in a row with Can as Damo was the lead vocalist and they found him irreplaceable they continued yeah. to make music but they said we we can't replace this guy he'd been we, the second nobody. singer but they knew they were never going to find a third some of the people that called up can to say hey I'm, I'm interested in the job in mm-hmm. case you want to hire somebody johnny lyden yeah right no, calls no. up says no no not, not hiring anybody right now yeah, you know we're yeah. broke we're gonna break up only one damo suzuki only one damo they were part of that krautrock scene it was interesting that we call this krautrock and we somehow think it's a scene or or a genre when you talk about, you know, Cannes in comparison to Kraftwerk, Faust, Neu, Amandul, none of these bands sounded anything alike. No. They completely had their own aesthetic, their own no. sound. They were unique in their own way, but they certainly had nothing to do with each well, other than, other than they were German. Uh, and Malcolm Mooney was an American G.I., African
0: American in Germany, right. the first singer for Cannes. Damo was from Japan, right? This was an internationalist psychedelic
1: movement. Yeah, it, it truly was, and you know you couldn't really reproduce what they did. But a lot of the songs did get covered uh, mm-hmm. by by bands through the through time, including this one. Uh, the one I'm, I want to play is uh, it's been sampled countless times. Hip hop guys love the Guru in mm-hmm. this song. It was just an extraordinary band. So here is uh, in tribute to Damo Suzuki, uh, who died uh, on February 9th one of the greatest tracks produced by can is a track called vitamin c mm. and that is from their actually the third album and third and final album that damo recorded with them iggy bamyasi and iggy that, bamyasi yeah. i think it was a brand of uh, yeah. uh, german sauerkraut I, I think i think uh, yeah i think there's there, there's variations on the pronunciation but it uh, it's an extraordinary record they're all i highly recommend all of them but vitamin c from uh, can on sound opinions That's a little bit of Can, Vitamin C is the track. Adamo Suzuki is the the one-of-a-kind vocalist on that track.
0: Well, that's it for this bonus episode. For more full episodes, visit soundopinions.org to sponsor the show. Email sponsor at soundopinions.org. Thanks for listening. Sound Opinions, as always, is produced by Alex Claiborne, Andrew Gill, our associate producer, Sol Delgadillo, and our Columbia College intern, Max Hatlam Social Media is handled by Katie Cott.